Vox Quick Hits. Hello, listener. Today's show is about anti-Asian hate crimes and features some strong language and descriptions of violence. The second Joe Biden got into office, he started cranking out executive orders. A lot of stuff you'd expect, immigration, climate, COVID. But there was also one specifically about Asian Americans. In that order, Joe Biden explicitly condemned anti-Asian racism, which we've seen surge during the pandemic. Lizo, Politics, Vox. And on top of that, he called on agencies to strip any racist language that they may see in official documents. So terms like the China virus, for example, which, as we know, Trump um, used frequently to talk about the coronavirus. The China flu. The China virus. The plague from China. We have to be accurate. Kung flu. Biden also asked the DOJ to do a better job tracking incidents of hate crimes against Asian Americans. And that's an effort that's ongoing until today. And today, as many Americans look forward to vaccines and moving on from this pandemic, Asian Americans are being attacked. Yes, it's been a huge spike in anti-Asian incidents. Um, There have been more than 2,800, according to Stop AAPI Hate, an organization that's been tracking these reports. And those are self-reports from people. So the number could be much higher than that. And what we've seen is these incidents are wide-ranging. This car vandalized in California. The language too disturbing to show you. And the Chandy family is devastated. Why are they being racist to us? We don't even have the coronavirus. Um, Verbal assaults in stores. Sandy Fong Navalta of San Francisco tells me while walking to work near Chinatown, a man directed racist comments at her. Put on my effing mask because I'm spreading the coronavirus, you effing whore. People yelling China virus at people, people being spat on at parks, um, in public places. The racist ranting woman was captured here by a Torrance man and his 11-year-old son while trying to enjoy their morning at the park. You understand me, China man? Respect. Respect. Respect people. Um, And also more violent incidents. So there was a family last year in Texas that was stabbed. In Midland, Texas in March, a hate crime attack there left a man and his two-year-old with knife wounds across their faces. In April in New York, a man poured acid on an Asian-American woman. We saw incidents surge as the coronavirus has spread around the U.S. And we've also heard that incidents spike after President Donald Trump's remarks and statements. But even with Biden now lowering the temperature, there have been these really violent incidents. Surveillance video captures a horrifying assault in San Francisco's Anza Vista neighborhood. The suspect charges at 84-year-old Visha Ratanapakti, knocking him to the ground, ultimately killing him. 52-year-old woman in New York City experiencing a similar violent altercation. The 52-year-old victim's son says she needed about 10 stitches to close the gash down her forehead after striking it on a metal newspaper stand. Witnesses say the suspect was cursing at the victim moments before he unloaded on her. And then more recently, we've heard about attacks that are against younger people as well. Um, So there was a 36-year-old man in New York who was recently stabbed. The latest attack, 6.30 Thursday evening in front of the U.S. courthouse on Worth Street. Caught on camera, a man with a knife runs up behind a stranger walking home. What we won't show you is the attacker 
plunged that knife into his back. And a 27-year-old man in Los Angeles who was punched in the face uh, while people used racial slurs against him. Okay, so a lot of brutality against Asian Americans. But do we know if they're all hate crimes? Could some of these be more random? It's important to be super careful about how we use that term because it is very specific and it does talk about the motivation of the attack, which we really don't know for a lot of these. Um, In the case of the Los Angeles man, for example, police are investigating that as a hate crime because of the racial slurs that were used against him. The important thing to remember is that there is a broader context to everything that's happened. And there has been a definitive concrete surge in anti-Asian sentiment and anti-Asian actions during the pandemic. So we're looking at these incidents in that context. And I think that's why that's generated a lot of focus about what exactly is happening and what's motivating um, some of these attacks. Beyond how much this is surely scaring Asian Americans of all ages and ethnicities, How are communities across the country responding? There are definitely a ton of different approaches that people have already uh, put forth. One of the tensions that has already emerged is the question of how big of a role does policing play in the response to this? And for many of the communities that have been particularly affected, organizers in those communities have emphasized that they don't want that to be the solution and the end-all approach to um, these incidents of violence because of how policing has disproportionately harmed Black Americans and continues to do so. And and were, were the perpetrators of these violent attacks against Asian Americans Black? Some of the perpetrators have been Black. And so there's been this concern of that particular dynamic activating anti-Blackness within the Asian American community. One of the things that raised awareness about these incidents was the actors Daniel Day Kim and Daniel Wu offer a $25,000 reward for information about the person that pushed a 91-year-old man in Oakland. We were we felt so exasperated and frustrated that somehow this wasn't escaping the echo chamber of the Asian American community. And so we wanted to raise the stakes. This is why Daniel and I offered this $25,000 reward. And in so doing, uh, got the issue more visibility. That call for information about a suspect for basically that person to get apprehended really centers the criminal justice system in all of this and centers policing in all of this in a way that community activists have not wanted. Before the rally, several black leaders, including Oakland council members, gathered at City Hall in a show of unity. They acknowledged anti-Asian hate and violence and anti-blackness are not new. The way that we address it is by getting to the root causes of what causes violence and crime, violence and poverty, and that's healthcare, education, housing, jobs. All marginalized people combined, we are the majority. So we need to come together to support each other, protect each other, and tap into that collective power. The push has been, let's have solidarity among people of color to fight this problem, and let's be allies for one another um, in each other's respective movements. It's been many times that we've had protests for Black Lives Matters, for Breonna Taylor, for George Floyd, and the Asian community were there protesting with us, and I feel like we as the community need to come and return the favor to them. It's, it sounds sort of like there's a reckoning going on within the Asian American community while the whole country is going through this reckoning. 
and and sort of this movement for racial justice around the Black Lives Matter movement. Can can both of these things happen at the same time? Yes, yeah. The increasing thing that organizers especially are stressing is that these movements aren't mutually exclusive in one another. So, like, Asian Americans want to explain the pain that they're experiencing from these attacks, but at the same time, be cognizant of not perpetuating racism and not perpetuating bigotry against another group of people and against Black Americans, that Asian Americans can continue to be allies toward Black Americans and support the Black Lives Matter movement, that all of these can happen at the same time, that it's a complicated conversation, certainly, but that it's important to have to continue to learn about the experiences um, that different groups have endured. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.